Hi and welcome to another episode of the Skin and Soul podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fouts. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the relationship between dermatologists and estheticians. So estheticians and dermatologists treat skin differently. Of course, dermatologists have a medical license. They went to medical school. They can diagnose and perform procedures and prescribe medications. As estheticians, we are just treating the skin. Um, We have a scope of practice and what we can and can't perform. So certain things are beneficial to go to a dermatologist for, but I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on certain reasons why you might want to seek an esthetician for say acne treatment um, and just really talk about the difference in how we treat. So just as estheticians, dermatologists the same are not all created equal. Some probably have an old school approach. Um, You know, estheticians, not everyone is an acne specialist. So I'm sure some dermatologists have different belief systems and different um, levels of passion when it comes to acne care. You know, dermatologists... Since they can prescribe medications, that's what they do. They treat the symptoms of acne. Um, So what they'll do is they'll prescribe maybe like a topical or an oral antibiotic. Um, Or they will prescribe, say like, tazeratine cream, which is in a class of retinoids. Or they'll offer you Accutane. And all of those things have side effects. Um, And... They're not always necessary. Like I said, they are treating the symptoms. So when you're treating acne, you really need to get to the root cause of it. You need to figure out why it's happening instead of just like piling things on to the skin to treat the symptom of it. You know what I mean? So as estheticians, I consider myself an acne specialist. So as an acne specialist, I do like an acne boot camp and I really try and see where the acne is coming from and then we kind of limit exposure to that so if I find out that my client possibly um, it looks like they have fungal acne so then I'll prescribe them a benzoyl peroxide um, body wash and um, we'll do like I'll give them instruction to wash immediately after they leave the gym make sure they're washing their pillowcases and everything they're not staying in sweaty clothes and then we'll do like an uh, anti-inflammatory and hydrating um, serums so just different approaches like that if someone has hormonal acne um, possibly from a progesterone dominant birth control I would advise them um, to speak with their doctor about possibly changing that because it is well known that progesterone dominant birth control can cause acne um, so we would just make lifestyle changes or I'm not a nutritionist so I never tell anyone to stop doing this but I can tell them that I believe that's what it's coming from so it's up to you it's your choice to take my advice um, if you want to limit your intake of your smoothies because smoothies typically like pineapple watermelon they have a high glycemic index um so if you're intaking a lot of that of course you have you're intaking a lot of um, sugar and so that is also a trigger for acne so we just kind of figure out what the root cause of your acne is and we take that away and then we treat the skin in a um 
in the, the manner which it needs to be done with customized ingredients and such. So that is my approach to it. And pretty, I would go ahead and say every other esthetician too, unless you're not an acne specialist, you probably don't get down to the root cause. You probably just treat the acne, which you're probably not going to get as good of a result because you're not getting that root cause. Um, but a lot of people, if they're going to an esthetician who's not an acne specialist, they'll probably get frustrated because they're trying all these things and then it's not working, it's not improving, and so they're like, I give up, I'm just going to go to a dermatologist. And then what does a dermatologist do? They get them on an antibiotics or whatever, and then possibly even Accutane. And like I said, there are some pretty harsh side effects from that. Um, in my opinion, that is a last resort. And really, if you are seeing an acne specialist, it doesn't even need to come to that. You just need to be patient with the process and follow your esthetician's instructions to a T. So um, I have actually had someone that did have pretty severe acne and she had dealt with it for a long time. And when she came to me, she was already at the point of, I think she had already kind of made up her mind that she was going to do Accutane, but she did do my consultation with me. She did my acne boot camp, but she didn't get all of the products that I recommended because, you know, she was um, a college student or whatever. So she, but she got a couple of products which did help her with her barrier repair and um, her inflammation. But ideally, I wanted her to um, continue with some chemical peels. Once we had her skin at a good hydration level and her barrier was repaired, I wanted to do some chemical peels. But she ended up just being able to do one chemical peel with me before she did decide with her dermatologist to go on Accutane, which that is a personal choice and I won't shame anybody for ever doing that. A lot of people, they don't want to wait. They don't want to, you know, wait through the process. And Accutane isn't necessarily like a magic wand, but, you know, it does um, for a lot of people get rid of the acne but it's not always the answer for everyone and particularly in her case I, I wouldn't say that that was the solution but she, like she felt that's what was best for her and I always respect anyone who wants to go to a dermatologist and wants to go that route I definitely I respect you for that um I like I said I'm not going to shame anyone for their decisions but just know that there are side effects to the dermatologist um, treatment plan. And when you go to an esthetician, you're taking a little bit more of a um, gentler route, a little bit more progressive. The same thing with like, say, laser treatments. Those are Lasers are amazing, but they're not always the answer for anything. And sometimes they can do more harm than good because they are so powerful. So I've, like, people with melasma, um, you know, it's induced by heat, and there are some lasers that you can't get because they will produce heat and make the melasma worse. Or if you're, like, a really high Fitzpatrick, um, some lasers aren't good for you. So you would just, and I know as a consumer, it's impossible to be informed about those types of things. But the service provider doesn't always have like good morals and they will just do these treatments on people to make money unfortunately but myself I am someone who cares more about the client and the client's results than I care about making money because it doesn't matter to me if I make money on something if it's not going to give someone good results it wasn't worth it because that's not only their results but that's my name
that's my name that's going to be like tarnished if I don't give them any results or if it's like harmful to them. And kind of moving into the topic of treating acne whenever you're not an acne specialist like that, like I just said, offering treatments um, and them not really giving the result because that's not what the client needs. So that's why I really urge anyone that is dealing with acne to go to an acne specialist because that's what they do. Um, you know, dermatologists, they're very, very useful. And we need dermatologists. We need to have relationships with dermatologists and um, know when to refer a client to them. But if you go to someone that isn't a professional in acne care, an acne specialist, they will just drag this client along and <laughs> they'll end up having all these different products that aren't working um, because they're not being treated at the root of what their acne is being treated from. And so also, I want to talk about dermatologist skincare recommendations. There's a lot of butting heads with estheticians and dermatologists. So dermatologists, they'll usually have like SkinCeuticals, MD, so they have like a medical grade, I know, um, a medical grade skincare line or sometimes a dermatologist will probably just recommend you to get like Cetaphil or CeraVe or something and a lot of estheticians like poke out their fangs at this and hiss at that but honestly so I'm not a big fan of Cetaphil but CeraVe isn't the worst um, for someone that can't afford good skincare all the time that is um, one of the easily accessible and um, skincare lines that's not going to cause a harmful effect because the active ingredients that are in there, they're not strong and they don't have like acids and stuff. But um, CeraVe recently, they did come out with like a salicylic acid serum and then like a retinol serum. But like their cleanser, that's mainly what dermatologists will recommend is their cleansers. And yeah, their cleansers are a whole lot of nothing really, um, but it's not gonna be anything harmful to you. So I understand why estheticians are like, they hate it because it's not doing anything. Yeah, that's the point. That's why dermatologists recommend it because it's not doing anything. It's not gonna interfere with the medications that they're prescribing to them. So that's the reason for it. And like I said earlier, not all dermatologists and not all estheticians are created equal. So there are some dermatologists that um, are very well known that I actually do respect that I um, learn things from and that I follow. So I like to follow Dr. David Liam on YouTube and then I like to follow Dr. Whitney Bow on Instagram. So um, they both are very informative and I can tell that they're very passionate and not only do they know what they're talking about but they are informed in, t in the skincare community. So they actually have good recommendations um, into affordable skincare or even um, a little bit more luxury skincare that can be useful. And I think they also are aware of the relationship with estheticians as well. And so I think it is important not to just like kind of have a bad taste in your mouth because you, you feel like you're competing with a dermatologist if you have an acne client and you feel like oh I, I hate dermatologists I don't want them to I just want them to come to me for acne care because that's what I believe I believe I can deliver them results um, but you don't need to feel that way um, dermatologists have their 
their scope of practice is different than ours and so they are necessary and um, we're necessary too and I would hope you know I know a lot of dermatologists office they actually have an esthetician on staff so I really appreciate and respect whenever estheticians and dermatologists recognize the need for each other and respect each other's practices Alright guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening to my stance on skincare that we offer as estheticians and skincare that dermatologists can offer and kind of the difference in between them and why we should respect the two. Um, so anyways, I will see you guys next week, Monday, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode.